There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with... Gargoyles! Fine. How are you? Um. Well, we have COVID. <laughs> I thought we had dark vision. No, we have COVID. We do have COVID. It's not the best. Mm-mm. It's also not the worst. It's not the worst, but I'm triple vaxxed. Kyle's double vaxxed. Everyone's double vaxxed, and I'm triple vaxxed. Um. And it's most likely Omicron, so, you know, we're lucky. We were going to get it eventually anyway, so... I mean, probably. We spend all day talking to people... Yeah. yeah. ...who are drunk. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, all right. We're, I know what this is. Yeah, what is this? This is a gargoyle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a stone monster. He's like, he looks like a small demon devil. He's got horns and wings and claws... You know what a gargoyle looks everyone like. Knows. Picture a gargoyle. Yeah, like, everyone that's knows you what a gargoyle it. is. Um, yeah, this is a gargoyle. I mean, technically, these are grotesques, not gargoyles, because architecturally speaking, gargoyles are the ones that shoot water out of their mouth because they are like the ends of uh, rain spouts and gutters and that sort of thing. And grotesques are the ones that are just regular statues uh, that just adorn the tops of buildings or whatever. But, oh. like, that's not what people mean when they say gargoyles. Like, this is a gargoyle. I never knew that there was a distinction between the two. Yeah, there is. We don't really live in a place where there's a lot of gargoyles. No, we don't. We we don't live in... Um, New York. New York. <laughs> right? Sure. I mean... <laughs> Isn't that where gargoyles take place? I was going to say we don't live in gothic France. But or like, Gotham yeah. City or... Uh, even England, I imagine they probably have some gargoyle. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, definitely France, probably. Yeah, Rome. you know, Notre Dame is basically like gargoyle central. Where the Pope lives. I forget what that place is called. The... Rome? Rome. <laughs> the Rome. The Vatican? The Vatican, thank you. They probably have some gargoyles. Yeah. Um, what do you think gargoyles are good at? Scaring people. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but also. Well, aren't gargoyles supposed to be like watchers? They're watchers, so they probably have pretty high um, wisdom and intelligence. Uh, and, I mean, strength, you're made out of rock. That's pretty, That's pretty. you know, hardcore. <laughs> get it i do get it um and yeah i can't imagine uh, i don't know i can't imagine dexterity being great i just i think it's funny because i'm always like oh they probably don't have that good dexterity and then they do have good dexterity so 
maybe <laughs> I, I feel like you can't make the assumption of dexterity based on look alone no that's that is definitely one thing that's, that we've learned that's one thing we've learned because i'll be like oh they got no dexterity they don't even have hands and you're like they have a hundred decks and i'm like is that even possible and you're like yeah yeah Apparently, yes yeah it is yeah so okay uh they have a plus two in strength a plus three in constitution mm-hmm uh, they have a zero in dexterity and wisdom, and then they have negative two in intelligence and charisma. Interesting. Yeah. So they they really are just a strong, tough dude. Strong, that, silent type. That's it. Strong, silent type. Which is funny, because I think depictions of gargoyles, if we're looking at Hunchback of Notre Dame, yeah. it's, uh, they're very talkative. Yeah. Gargoyles, the series. I guess there's like, there's, there is Goliath. 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 The only ones I remember, I was going to look up all the names. There's Goliath, there's Hudson, and there's Brooklyn. And one of those two is a dog. Um, But I don't remember which one. A dog? I don't remember there being yeah, there's, a Yeah, there's like a dog gargoyle. A dog goyle. Yeah. Interesting. But I don't remember what the other, the other one's names are. Um... I had all the time to look it up, and I did not. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit more about gargoyles? Yeah. So in D&D, gargoyles are, I mean, they're pretty much exactly what you think they are, and they do exactly what you think they do. They hang out on top of old buildings and in ruins, hiding among the regular stone statues that decorate those places. Mm-hmm. Um, they are able to stay perfectly still and are essentially indistinguishable from the carved stones that they live among. So, you know, their good idea or their idea <gasps> of good fun is to pretend to be a statue. And then when somebody walks by, they jump out at them and scare them like those friggin' street performers that paint themselves silver and then pretend you can't move until you walk past them. Uh, but then sometimes when they'll like, they'll just like scare you for no reason, even though you haven't paid them yet, which is normally how you get them to move. And then they look around like, I moved. Is anyone going to pay me? And you're like, I guess. And you give them like $30 and walk away. And you think, did I just get scammed? And yeah, you did. Wow. Anyway, um, <laughs> gargoyles are like that, except instead of just guilting you into giving them money, they just inflict pain. They, mm. they like pain. They don't like pain. They like inflicting pain. Yeah. Uh, their ability to remain motionless and undetected for so long makes them ideal sentries. Mm-hmm. Um, they're elementals. They're from the plane of Earth. So they're actually almost identical to Galeb Dur, like Lars. Yeah. Um, except the gargoyles are chaotic evil. They are a lot less nice than Lars is. But they're essentially the same, the same deal. Who do you think is better at being a sentry do you think it's drax or do you think it's gargoyles <laughs> that fucking scene is so funny <laughs> i mean i want to say it's drax but i think actually it's definitely gargoyles. <laughs> i just love that scene it's so good yeah uh, oh i should mention that gargoyles like the statues the ones that people carve out of stone mm-hmm. are designed that way to imitate the living gargoyles mm-hmm. so gargoyle the monster came first and then people were like, hey, if we put fake gargoyles on our roof, no one will bother us because they'll be afraid to come knock on the door. So they made gargoyle the statue, which I, I don't think really matters which one came first in the grand scheme of things. But I did want to point it out because that's so counterintuitive to how people normally deal with monsters. Yeah. Right. Like normally creatures and monsters evolve over time to adapt to the environments in which they live. Right. 
Yes. Uh, and normally, people go out of their way to build their homes and their cities in such a way as to protect themselves from dangerous creatures and monsters and make it so that they don't live in those cities. Like, you're not going to build a house uh, to be the perfect environment for cloakers and dark mantles to thrive in, right? Like, you're going to have lights and stuff mm -hmm. so that they can't just hide out in the shadows. But with gargoyles, people looked at them and were like, hey, those guys are scary. Let's build a shit ton of them in our city so that they always have an easy hiding place and then we can't tell what's real and what's not. And then we can live our lives in constant paranoia, never knowing when we're going to be attacked by a malevolent stone statue. Yeah, people uh, like enjoy gaslighting themselves. <laughs> yeah. Gargoyle statues in the world of D&D are basically those owl statues that people put on their house to protect themselves from pigeons and pigeon poop. Except they're for people, not for pigeons. That's what gargoyles are, essentially. Like, all the gargoyles, gargoyles are also for pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The the living gargoyles will spend time like they have a lot of time to kill just hanging out on top of buildings. So they will like eat and torture and catch like small animals and pigeons and all that sort of stuff. So like, yeah, yeah, that is that is that. Like I said earlier, they are good sentries uh, as long as we're talking about them sitting on top of things. Um, Spellcasters can convince them to guard their homes in lairs. Um, although you don't have to be a spellcaster to do that if you're clever or intelligent enough. <laughs> also, gargoyles will join up with demons a lot of the time because of their propensity for causing chaos. They they love chaos. Um, and that's like the gist of gargoyles. Like, that's like the main text in the book about gargoyles. They're, I mean, I think they're fine. Uh, as a as a monster themselves, they're, they're fine. Uh, they're kind of whatever... Uh, but they can really add to the feel and style of a campaign. Like the, you need things like that to flesh out a world, and I think they're cool for that. But overall, they're kind of not all that interesting in the main text. But there is one like small little paragraph in the gargoyle entry uh, that I think is the most interesting part of the whole thing, and it's kind of relegated to this tiny sidebar mm -hmm. in the monster manual. Like, okay, so every once in a while, there's like a little green text box in a monster's entry mm -hmm. and generally it's there as like a variant rule or something so it's like does hey, it say see other book for more details <laughs> no it's, it's not that uh it's not like the spell cards that we have that just don't have enough space for anything it's it's for variant rules so it's like hey if this monster isn't quite what you want here's another thing that you can add to it or, mm -hmm. or whatever and it's not necessary or anything like this but in this for the gargoyles, it's not a variant rule. It's actually just about how gargoyles came into existence. Um, and I'm going to pronounce this word wrong, or this name wrong. Uh, Ogremok? I don't know. Uh, he's the evil prince of the elemental earth plane. And wherever he walks, he leaves shards of broken rocks behind. And those shards are imbued with the essence of the prince. And over time, they grow larger, eventually taking on a humanoid shape, and they become gargoyles. Uh, Ogremok obviously doesn't make the gargoyles on purpose, but they are like a manifestation of his evilness. So they take on all of his characteristics and everything. Um, Ogremok hates the air elementals, so, so do the gargoyles. Uh, gargoyles are basically a subconscious mockery of air elementals you know because they're heavy they're made out of stones they shouldn't be able to fly but they do they, they kind of go against everything that the air elementals oh, that was going to be my question <laughs> what if they could fly yeah yeah no they can definitely fly um 
Yeah, gargoyles uh, share their creator's hatred for the air elementals and want nothing more to destroy them. And, like, that's the lore that the Monster Manual should have focused on. Like, I want a couple pages of that rather than the, hey, look, they're stones, and you can't tell that they're stones until they move. Like, I don't know. Like, that's cool or whatever. But, yeah, give us this original lore. I, that seems so much better. Why is it a sidebar? But anyway, that's that's the end of it. That's all that you need to know about, or at least everything that I can tell you about it, because that's all that's in the monster manual. Interesting. But yeah, so they went from being like kind of, eh, I, yeah, cool, useful, I get it, to, yo, that's actually pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. To laugh in the face of God like that. Pretty much. <laughs> um, I guess, the well, they can fly, so that answers that question. Um, <laughs> if you had a gargoyle, what yes. would it look like? Oh man, that's like such a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I think I would probably want it to be a little more draconic rather than demonic. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I mean, that's like the main, the main thing i want out of it otherwise i don't know like as long as it has like a cool pose i want mine to look like a chicken okay like an oversized chicken yeah i mean it would be weird to have a small tiny chicken that wouldn't really be scary i could sit on my desk an oversized chicken will sit on your desk no the small chicken the small chicken can sit on my desk yeah i mean (laughs) i guess so wouldn't that distract you while you're doing I'm just lonely, okay? Do we have to talk about this? No, that's fine. <laughs> I just want a friend. Let me get a fish. Um are we you want to do a rating? Friend or fiend? It's hard to say cuz it's kind of like like it's something that like we as not we as humans. The humans in the D&D world have created a pro- they've created a problem for themselves. Yeah, like I know that they're evil. Like, they are the spawn of the evil prince. Like, they're but are they, evil. But are they doing anything particularly dastardly? No, and that's the thing. No. So, like, I'm going to lean more towards friend because, like, Jason Alexander can't be a fiend. And I thought Goliath was totally cool in the 90s. So, <laughs> like, and again, gothic architecture is cool. So I, I'm leaning towards friend because of those those three things. Yeah, like there's just there's nothing like particular like they're not like going out of their way to steal babies or something like no, that. No, but like if you walk past them, they're gonna fight you. Yeah, but that, So like But eh. we did it ourselves. If you go from the one definition, the other one is the evil prince definition, which makes way more sense. And in that case I would say fiend. But I think in well, this case all all of them come from that. Like we didn't like D&D world didn't create living gargoyles. They just created the statues of gargoyles yes. to imitate them. So, like, humanoids in the material plane had nothing to do with the creation of gargoyles. I'm just saying, I think... They're, they're all spawn of... I think it's... I think it's... The evil prince. Yeah, I don't think it's a big But, deal. like, I don't, I'm, I'm not, not going to do that. You know, you see so many horrible monsters in this, and it's just... They're not... They're not part of that. They wish they were. I bet they really wish they were, but we're not intimidated. We ain't afraid of no gargoyles. No, exactly. Yeah, so I'm leaning towards friend, although I don't think they're technically friends. Like, I think... They're just kind of, eh. I think in my chart of friend, fiend, and 
something else. They're going into the something else category with a tendency towards friend, but not actually. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. This next one, though... I know what the next one is, too. Okay, well, we'll save that mm-hmm. for next time. It's another Disney movie. It is another Disney movie. <laughs> I don't think Gargoyles... Oh, Gargoyles was Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. And yeah. also Hunchback. Yeah. Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. Uh, okay, bye, okay. everybody. Bye. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast. Cast.